this episode, we're heading way back to wartime. And we find out what happens when kissing cousins go too far. Not literally. Yeah, okay, let's go. 9876543211 G'day, g'day. Welcome to the 22nd episode of every Aussie number one song ever. I'm Teddy, and for this episode, we have the regulars, Matty Doc. Howdy. And Jimmy Keefe. How are we, Teddy? Pretty good, pretty good, thanks. Any chart news or anything you want to mention, fellas? Just good, some good Gang of Youth songs out. They've got a good three or four out at the moment, I reckon. And you heard the one, I think, that's been getting played, get a bit of airtime, but um, yeah. Definitely um, new direction, but, but still awesome stuff. They'll uh, have two or three votes from me this year. Mm. You work for them, Keith? This is paid promotion. <laughs> I thought we're going to put that in at the end. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Check it out. You heard it here first. <laughs> There'd be nothing without us. <laughs> Newsbreaker. Uh, all right. We'll just get stuck in then to our number one for this episode. We're heading way, way back to the, fir- the, <laughs> the first year we have charts available, 1940. Uh, yeah, a few, uh, few things going on that year. Obviously, uh, in the midst of World War Two. Uh, the Battle of Britain, Battle of Dunkirk took place that year. Uh, Australia's own HMA, HMAS Sydney was getting involved. Took down a couple of Italian ships. Good to see. Um, don't condone war, though, obviously. That's oh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Go Aussies! Um, seemed to be a big year for fictional characters uh, debuting. Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd. Tom and Jerry, Woody Woodpecker, Jiminy Cricket, Daisy Duck, uh, and Robin the Boy Wonder. Batman and Robin, fame. Ah, there all, you go. All came out, 1940. Your character's in there. Mm. Uh, Chuck Norris was born. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> <laughs> People still doing those jokes? You'd hope so. Charles Norris. <laughs> you would uh, certainly hope they are that they're still going. Yeah, I'm sure there'd be some uh, stories about his birth that would be phase there, wasn't there, yeah. a while ago about Chuck Norris shakes. Anyway, yeah. uh, and some of the some of the bigger musical acts of the time included Bing Crosby, Ella Fitzgerald, and Glenn Miller. All sound very familiar. <laughs> Yeah, well, I think Bing got a bit of a mention uh, in one of the other episodes earlier on, didn't he? Um, he was yeah, he was still going. That was, what, 1948, was it? Yeah, something along them. Yeah, uh, anniversary song. Bing was still going strong then. Yeah. Uh, but uh, sitting atop the charts in August 1940, uh, a reminder we only have monthly charts uh, from these times, uh, the number one is Joe Loss and his band with Till the Lights of London Shine Again. Yeah, and what did you say? This was, this was heavy metal, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> maybe the equivalent of the time, maybe. I don't know. It could be. Uh, yeah, any 
knowledge of Joe Loss or this song, fellas, prior to uh, prior to it coming up here? No, on both fronts from my end. Mm. Yeah, definitely very unfamiliar territory, I think, on uh, Mr. Loss. Yeah, I'm with you too. Let's uh, find out a bit more about Joey. Uh, he was born in London in 1909. Joshua Alexander Loss was the youngest of four children. His parents were Russian Jews and also first cousins. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, first cousins, his folks, so. Nice. Makes good <laughs> Christmas easy, I suppose. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, Joe was into music at a young age. Uh, began violin lessons at age seven and performed his first solo concert at age 10. As he grew older, he continued to perform, including gain- gaining a job playing violin during silent movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting job, that one, isn't it? It's, it, I guess it sounds a bit funny. He's playing music in a silent movie, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fancy, buddy. Fancy soundtracks these days. Yeah. But yeah, playing violin. There you go. You'd have to, uh, yeah, keep your attention pretty high, wouldn't you? I suppose the movies probably weren't as long back then, but. Yeah, well, I guess that's probably the crossover at that stage would have been the starter movies as opposed to they would have had an orchestra. And I think, um, Around that time, quite a few of the other ones in the charts were or like was called orchestra. So yeah, probably is that crossover between old and new world a little bit. In nineteen thirty, Joe became Britain's youngest band leader at the age of twenty, and was playing at the Astoria Band Room in London. Throughout the nineteen thirties, Joe and his bands toured, broadcasted, and recorded prolifically becoming one of the biggest acts in the land and helping bring in the big band era, also known as the swing era, uh, supposedly when jazz music was uh, the most popular of all musics, the only time it's ever happened. Yeah. So when you just said that, and we may not know the answer, but you said band, has he been in a few bands or is it just, because I mean, obviously the name here is Joe Loss and his band, like you wouldn't know the band could keep changing the members every time, I suppose. Uh, no, I just mean, yeah, he's he was the leader of the band. So yeah, I think yeah, they might have had a few members in and out or whatever, but yeah, he was the main, main man. It's pretty common back in those days as well to have the lead like the names of the people in the actual in the actual act. Mm. I do have a bit of a note here about big bands. I don't know if you're familiar with them or not, fellas, but from what I could uh, find, they tend to have about four sections, uh, trumpets, trombones, saxophones, and a rhythm section of guitar, piano, double bass, and drums. It's generally, yeah, at least 10 members. Yeah, yeah that, a lot of lot of like trombones and everything like it was real like massive like if you almost cross, cross between the orchestra but a live band act. They don't really have them anymore. I don't wouldn't think, but um, geez, it would be pretty cool to see the um, see one like back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess the band leader like Joey was he's out the front like a composer. I guess like uh, marching his- the troops. Just his violin. <laughs> Follow my lead. 
Do as I say, not as I do, or? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As as his band uh, grew in notoriety, uh, he would feature different vocalists, uh, such as Dame Vera Lynn, and the voice that features on the track in this episode, Chick Henderson. Uh, he had a Chick, real Chick Henderson. That's a solid name. Chick Henderson, yeah, could sing too. Yeah, yeah. So that this was mid thirties till into the forties, and yeah, he was on a hot streak early forties, holding down the number one song in Australia from May until July with Blue Orchids, uh, before replacing himself at number one uh, in August with the track for this episode till the lights of London shine again uh, yeah we might chuck it on for a spin see what you think here we go till the lights come on in London alright that was till the lights of London shine again Matty Doc, any uh, initial thoughts from you? What uh, stood out? I guess it probably sounded as you would expect to sound um, when you when you mentioned 1940s. Um, like I guess that would be what, uh, without you know hearing the song or hearing his work previously. Yeah, when you when you sort of hear 1940s, I guess it sort of sums up that era. Um, and yeah, uh, when you read the lyrics, it. Um, yeah, clearly set to the backdrop of the war there. Like mm. it's obviously a, a wartime song, and I'm I'm guessing around that era that probably all the number ones would have had some sort of connection or you know been relative to that what was happening. Yeah, we'll see in chart watch later too. I think uh, majority of those songs are war songs. Yes. Um, yeah. So no, it was probably yeah as expected, and um, yeah, yeah, like I say, the backdrop to the war is the is the main theme of the whole the whole song. Basically, him leaving a lady behind, effectively heading off to battle. Yeah, Jimmy Keefe, any thoughts from you? What did you find? Yeah, you might laugh. <laughs> well, now already am. <laughs> That's a good song. <laughs> the version you sent me didn't have any lyrics in it at all. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you hear, Doc? I don't know. I thought it was one that you, you played. I think it had lyrics, didn't it? I can't remember. <laughs> Maybe I listened to something else. <laughs> did a bit of Googling, and this one, there's definitely a song that has the lyrics, and, yeah, I thought it did. Well, I'll tell you what I thought of the one I listened to anyway. <laughs> yeah, the uh, drum and bass was really good, and the techno yeah. <laughs> elements. Do you want to um, listen to it now, Keith? Oh, yeah. Go for it. That it? Yeah. Yep. Keith, he hasn't listened to the whole song. Yeah, I, I thought it got a bit. It he didn't... thought, oh, yeah, I've heard enough. <laughs> Hang on. I got to a l- 1 minute 11. Yeah. yeah. It was only at the end, yeah. Was I so close, was I? My first note is the intro goes for about 1 minute 25. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's that millennial generation. They can't wait for anything. <laughs> well, what it, what I did get from the portion I did here, um, 
And I was interested when you said uh, about the Bugs Bunny and all that because it instantly took me back to watching those old cartoons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that. Like that background music and um, Alma Fudd and all that sort of stuff. Um, mm. As well as like, it just sounds like it's been played off one of those vinyl players with the big horn coming off it. <laughs> like, because it's just got that, that one tone of quality or whatever that comes through. Um, and lyrics are great. <laughs> Lyrics, lyrics oh are good. dear, it's <laughs> ah, <that's> humorous. <laughs> Just cut around whatever you need to there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get a few resumes sent in for uh, co-host next <laughs> next episode. Uh, uh, the, the intro, yeah, it goes for about a minute twenty-five. I did think yeah. it was going to be an instrumental until <laughs> finally it kicks in. Yeah, well, I was probably the same. I was sort of listening to it in the background, and yeah. It, like you said, I just thought oh, it was an instrumental and then it kicked in uh, towards the second half, which is probably, I don't know whether that would be common in them times or whether, you know, because I think there would have been a lot of instrumentals probably leading up to that. And um, But, yeah, it sort of is a strange way a little bit of how it's done, especially when it's such a short, like oh, when I say short, it still goes for two or three minutes. Well, um, yeah, it still only goes for three minutes, 17 yeah, but it's sort of getting towards a halfway stage before the mm. lyrics kick in and then it's done. So, yeah. It's uh, the very start of it. I th- <laughs> sound like, like a murder mystery soundtrack or something very first. I was like, oh, what's going yep. on here? Very uh... Mur- Murder mystery, almost like a news broadcast sort of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That sort of thing, like from a movie, yeah, sort of uh, old-timey news broadcast. Yeah, nice. Uh, but it does uh, does get quite buoyant too towards the end when the when they really kick in, you know the the war lyrics <laughs> I thought was a bit a contrast there, uh, sound a bit more upbeat the music than uh, I'm off to war. But maybe uh, he was looking forward to going off to war. He was a bit naive or something. I don't know. Did did he go to war? The person in, referred to in the lyrics. Oh, okay. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. The, the the actual vocalist did actually go to war too. Okay. He died. Yeah, well. died but it's all about, like, the, basically the, the lyrics are all about, you know, remember me and, you know, giving, the, giving her a bit of a kiss and, bloody, you know, giving her a photo, I think, and all that sort of stuff is the lyrics, is the base of, you know, remember me. Until. I'll be back soon until, yeah, until the uh, lights of London shine again. Don't worry about it, love. You'll I'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's exactly said in the song, but yeah. <laughs> she oh, right. yeah. love. <laughs> uh, but I, I was impressed with all the little, you know, hearing all the different instruments come in. Like I listened pretty closely, like a few times, and kept noticing different little instruments sneaking in just for a little bit. Like they had some skill, obviously. I don't know if Joe's oh. Joe's the one uh, pulling the strings, but yeah, it's kind of like a producer nearly of today. Like when you said the there was ten, over it and, yeah, and when there's ten in the band, I guess that you, the more you listen, the more you will hear that the more of the background characters or instruments too, isn't it? So it's and, um, interesting nowadays. Like when they're recording, they've got all the different software programs, and they can fill the songs with 
different effects or noises and they just click drag like they click and sample each one they find what they want they drag it on but these this um crew would have been sitting in there and finding like actually have to use their choice of instruments strategically to fill the bits and create their song like real artists do <laughs> <laughs> oh shots fired oh. <laughs> no, impressive um anything else you want to add <laughs> so we, you uh, want to listen again or anything i don't think it'll be on high rotation for me but uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll go to, we'll go to the verdicts then um doc well, on the spot here um look I've, i did only give it one listen so maybe i need to uh you know do a bit more research into it anyone listening just more. email in if you want a job yeah that's right yeah um but yeah look it's not in the uh the uh it's not on the higher end of the numbers so i'll probably go a a two from me just because the the longevity of me listening is what i'm gonna do it give it a two for so um yeah that's what we're rolling with didn't you give the anniversary song three in in mind that's it i believe so so yeah (laughs) Wow. Um, I think, yeah, you go down a very slippery slope when you start looking <laughs> at what you gave other votes to because uh, sometimes you look and you're like, geez, I gave that, you know, such a low score and then I gave the next one a high one. But um, that hasn't happened so much, the high score. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll give it a two at this stage. I'll, I'll come back in future episodes. I may have listened again and it may get bumped up. All right. All right. Noted. Keep you to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Keith, what, what would you give the uh, section of the song you heard? It's it's interesting music. Like, I don't dislike it in any way, shape or form. I just, I don't see it ever getting any worse or better. Um, it's, it, it had its purpose at the time. It reminds me of cartoons and stuff from a kid. So I have some description of fondness, I suppose, on some level. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be thrown away. Although I did, I did go and get a coffee this week, and oh, hey, 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 you're in lockdown, mate. Just he's up from my kitchen. Oh, okay, continue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, the the uh, kitchen uh, had like this playlist on that was <laughs> all these old old school songs, similar genre, and I was like. Oh, this is, you know, different bit of a feel for a, um, you know, non-curfew time of day. Wasn't a time travel coffee, was it? Yeah, it might have been. <laughs> so anyway, I don't think it deserves to be like a two, like bloody Dog Doverston's given it. <laughs> Here we go. But um, I'll uh, definitely, I might, I might give it a three and a half. Mm, same as he gave the anniversary song, I believe. Interesting. Oh, there's been a bit of cahoots going on here. <laughs> Look, I Imagine. cannot confirm or deny, but possibly. So we established earlier you listened to one minute thirteen. If you listen to the whole song, it could have been a seven. If you listen to, we will never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joey deserves more than that. Um, he does. <laughs> I'm more like just being conscious that he's obviously passed away. I don't feel as guilty like he's going to take offence. So a few of my other votes, I'd take that into notice, the people's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> and we have his great grandson on the line. <laughs> we don't really, do we? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get a hold of anyone. Well, they had, a, they had a pretty small family tree, so it would have been <laughs> things are. Would have been funny to get like the great grandson of the trombone player or something. <laughs> or just a random bloke just looking up on Facebook, Joe Loss. <laughs> I did look up Joe Loss, it came up like on LinkedIn, like marketing manager or something <laughs> somewhere. Yes. Yeah, Get him on. <laughs> we couldn't get a hold of Joe Loss, the artist, but we could get a hold of Joe Loss, the marketing manager. Shout out how's to Joey. The, how's the marketing environment going out there, Joe? <laughs> anyway, I, I'm giving it a five and a half. I, uh, I didn't mind it. It's uh, hooked me in and uh, I liked hearing the different uh, aspects of the band coming in and out. And it's just at the end, it kind of... Uh, they really blow it up and goes out with a bang a bit. It's nice. Nice. Well done. Well, well played. Right. <laughs> That's a pretty some fast scoring too. There with. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is that a five? <laughs> a five and a half. Five and a half. half. Wow, that's some large biscuits. It's unheard of. <laughs> Believe that's the first five and a half anyone's given For back in the day. Oh, it is actually unheard of. I think of. so. Yeah. <laughs> Well done. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Tick that off if you're playing at home, bingo. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, a uh, little bit more on Joe Loss. Uh, in 1940 also, Joe went to France to play for the British forces that were stationed there. Uh, and, yeah, Chick Henderson, I think uh, we mentioned earlier, he actually would pass away in the, in the war in 1944. And post-war, Joe and his band continued to thrive, achieving hits through the 50s and even 60s. Uh, it was one of the only big band survivors, really, of the uh, the new rock and roll wave. Uh, he had, yeah, multiple vocalists come and go. Um, one interesting one was Ross McManus, the father of Elvis Costello. I thought you were going to say Rove then, but... One tour Joe regularly embarked on was aboard the Queen Elizabeth II cruise ship. Didn't mind going on the working holiday, apparently. Uh, <laughs> You're still thinking of Onion movie, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> you got a joke there? Oh, just look it up, viewers. Onion movie. Was it Queen Nathan? I think it's called. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, the old working holiday. Tax deductible, you reckon? Surely, yeah. Yeah, Queen Elizabeth. In fact, Joe had quite the tie to the royal family. They were huge fans of his and the band. Uh, He performed at the Queen's 50th birthday and the Queen Mother's 80th. Uh, He would go on to receive an OBE and Her Majesty's Silver Medal. Yeah, right. Mm. She didn't like him that much. He only got second. Yeah, <laughs> I did look up that. Uh, I think it was like a 25th anniversary or something special, or a coronation maybe or something, the silver medal. Yeah, uh, yeah. and then after quite the career, Joe would officially retire in 1989. 
Jeez. After about 60 years of leading the band. What did you uh, say? 1989. 89. When was he born? 1909. Jeez, so, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Not sure how much he was involved at the time, <laughs> but that was when he officially retired. Uh, and yeah, he, he passed away a year later, 1990. Uh, when he did retire, though, he passed the torch onto a man named Todd Miller. Todd had joined the band in the 70s and yeah, took responsibility leading from 1990 and is still leading the band in 2021. Oh, hey. the, the group now is billed as Todd Miller and the Joe Loss Orchestra, uh, Britain's longest-running live entertainment group. That's pretty cool. So there is a chance maybe one day we could see, see a big band live, gents. Yeah. Lock it in. I'd be happy to go along for sure. Is that tax, tax deductible for us? Uh, <laughs> oh, research, yeah. <laughs> Although we don't, we don't make any money for these podcasts. Oh, yeah. Yet, yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah zero minus a couple hundred bucks <laughs> is true. Profit. Profit. Oh, no, hang on. <laughs> Two positives don't make a negative. We'll, go, we'll oh, be going yeah, public sorry. soon, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. We could have the... um. Bitcoin, you know, our own cryptocurrency or something like that. The yeah, ICO. Yeah, typical, ICO. Typical from you, dog. Yeah, I'm yeah, mad, mad crypto <laughs> hunter. Oh, should say me go. Uh, <laughs> uh, just one note on Todd, the, the new uh, the new leader. He's he's a vocalist and uh, quite the showman, apparently. Here's a quote from Val, Todd's wife saying uh, apparently she said after he gets home from the gig he opens the fridge sees the, sees the light come on and does another 20 minutes of singing <laughs> <laughs> he just loves it apparently good on him uh, <laughs> yeah someone who gets that excited about opening their fridge it's good effort yeah, the lights are on he's on um, and lastly onto the google search what do you think, guys? How many letters do you need to get Joe Loss for the first result? Joe, so it's Joe. J-O-E. Definitely you get through. Yeah, definitely get through Joe and then Loss, L-O-S-S. You'd have to get Joe. I'm oh. thinking five. You're saying yep. Joe, L-O, Keith? Yeah. I'll say with the S on there. Doc's got it. Yep. Joe LOS. There'll be a Joe Lopez or something. Joe Lotrulio. I don't know how to pronounce that. Sorry, but otherwise known as Boyle from Brooklyn Nine-Nine for the fans. Is it really? Yeah. So he's got... Oh, there you go. He's got Joe Loss covered. (laughs) Boily. There you go. Yeah. All right. Might move on. To chart watch. Chart watch. Doc, go for it. Monthly, the month of August. Yeah, August 1940. So, yes, as we said, big Joey Loss and his band. So, um, yeah, they were, they were number one. But probably the, the first thing that stuck out, and I think in this time, we've mentioned this previously, but sometimes there's a song that is by numerous artists that have played the same song at the time. But, yeah, of the top 20 songs, 
Big Joey had 10 of them. Wow. <laughs> he, had the, he had the top four covered. <laughs> and then he had also number six, seven, eight, 10, 13, and 20. So what? He mm. did pretty well. Some of them, they would double ups with other bands. But yeah, 10 of the 20, that's a uh, good going. But the other thing that stuck, or the couple of things that stuck out from, from, the, uh, from the charts was uh, the band name. So there was Joe Loss and his band, but that was obviously a common thing was, and his, like, it's almost like he owns them. That's what it sounds like. But yeah, <laughs> there was Joey Loss and his band, Glenn Miller and his orchestra, Frankie Masters and his orchestra, Ambrose and his orchestra, <laughs> Billy Cotton and his band, Tommy Tucker and his orchestra, and Harry Roy and his orchestra. They all were in the charts there in some shape or form. So, isn't that yeah. insane? We like, I wouldn't even know like how to go and see an orchestra these days. And there's like thirty of them sitting in the top twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who is it, past? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that. a big underground scene now. Oh, massive. All the hipsters love it. Um, so that was probably the first thing that stuck out. The second one was um, the, the mention of the, the location. So the first one was called, uh, number one was Till the Lights of London Shine. Number two was Somewhere in France with You. And then number seven was There'll Always Be in England. So once again, we said about the war, I didn't look in, uh, didn't listen to them, but I'm guessing there's probably a war reference uh, amongst mm. all that sort of stuff there. Um, but then the other things, the other notable notable ones was probably some of the names of the songs. <laughs> At number 20 was a song called Beer Barrel Polka, uh, Roll Out the Barrel. Oh, yes. <laughs> I tried to give it a bit of a listen, but it was just, yeah, it was definitely like a, yeah, it definitely sounded like a drinking song or like if you if you watch an old-timey movie, there'd be a bar fight. That was the sort of <laughs> the sound of it. Um, and probably the other funny one was uh, number 15, which was called If a Grey-Haired Lady Says, How's Your Father? <laughs> so, I think, uh, Teddy, you were looking a bit into it. I think it's war references there with that uh, yeah, as well. But, uh, yeah, like, it uh, mm, Soldiers, yeah, go away to battle and uh, we play up a little. And uh, Years later, an old lady... He's a, uh, what do you call, a similarity to the soldier <laughs> who they might have met up one time and, yeah. Who, who's your daddy? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, that's, you'd have to say there's nearly, I don't know, 15 songs you could just say, yeah, that's a war song just by looking at the title. That's right, yep. Yeah, they're definitely... Um... Yeah, yeah, I think uh, number 14 is, yeah, Kiss Me Goodnight, Sergeant Major. Like, that's a, you know, obvious reference. But then there's some other ones that are sort of, like I said earlier, about the place. Um, and then the good, you know, goodbyes and um, good luck and all them sort of things yeah. in the name. So, yeah, they're all right. set to that backdrop, definitely. It must, I mean, it must be uh, an escape for <laughs> a lot of people then, music. Yeah. Hard to imagine what it was like, but which it's probably, and I mean, just to compare it to nowadays, obviously there's a different. It's all a lot more music, but 
we're in a big, you know, the pandemic at the moment, like it's a bit different to war, obviously, but I don't, I don't imagine you're going to look back in 10 years time and be like, oh, that's another COVID song or anything like that. Like, um, you know, the war mm. times is probably more along them lines. Um, and probably I'm, you know, thinking ahead with other wars like Vietnam, there's a big, you know, a lot of war songs and probably, you know, majority anti-war songs, but yeah, I'm, um, yeah, and we could look back and be surprised at all the stuff that we just totally skipped over at the moment that is about COVID and mm. what the world's like at the moment. I so. reckon you will be surprised, yeah. Yeah, be, yeah, that's right, because you don't notice it at the time. Not but necessarily, yeah, um, not direct mentions though, but just, you know, feelings yeah. of uh, loneliness and, you know, lack mm. of uh, social, yeah. Side effects. Mm. Mental uh, mm. health stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that was it for the charts. Um, yeah, obviously there's only a top twenty we have at that uh, that stage for the month. But yeah, um, number uh, yeah. number sixteen there. She she had to go and lose it at the Astor. Yeah, I don't know what she yeah, lost. What do you reckon she lost? Oh baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I was more thinking. Well, I don't know. Like, oh, what is the Astor the theater? Is that what we said earlier? Yeah, that would be yeah. the theater, I would say. Yeah. You're googling what did she lose at the Astor? Yeah. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, gee whiz. Sounds like delete history. Be, uh, delete history. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken <laughs> word. Probably a lot of money or something. Is it a casino or something next door? Could be. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, apparently uh, something called uh, a sable cape I don't know if that's an item of clothing it's about a girl who gets all dressed up and uh, her mother warns her to be very very careful about going to the theatre with a with a first time out with a young man uh, but then yeah they <laughs> they search the place from penthouse to the cellar in every room and under each bed, and yeah, it goes on to uh, eventually they find the uh, chauffeur, the chauffeur, walked up in his hand, and there it was, Minnie's sable cape. So this is what comes up on Google. So cape, cape sable is the southernmost point of the United States <laughs> mainland in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> There's not much else mentioned of it. That is... <laughs> Wrap up chart. Oh well, I've got. I've just googled sable cape nineteen forties. Oh, there's sable fur cape, Mm. like one of those vintage fur jackets. That would make sense. Yeah. Oh, here's the one she lost. (laughs) Oh, cheap too. Should we put it in the cart next to the submarine? Or (laughs) (laughs) yeah, go for it. All right. That's Chartwash. Thanks, Matty Doc. Been a pleasure. Good work, Matty. Yeah, yeah next, 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 please. All right, now it's time to see where we're heading next. Episode with the random date. Drum roll. Here we go. Get dates. Oh, oh nice, 12. nice, oh. nice. 12, 19, 97. This is going to be peak time again. Oh, and I'm thinking like, is it Spears or Backstreet Boys? Yeah, all right, we'll just look it up. What's it going to be? Oh, no. Oh, wow. 
Uh, oh, yes. Jeez, look at all the ones yeah. around that time. Here we go. Oh, wow. Man, that is peak 90s. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is. That probably that sums, up, sums up my childhood, I think. Yeah, yeah well. <laughs> nine weeks. Nine weeks at number one, too, that nine song. Nine weeks. But surely they mean months. <laughs> Years. Might have felt like that. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a fan, Teddy. That's nah, hard to deny that song, really. The album was, yes, <laughs> off the charts. <laughs> off the charts. Uh, well, the yeah. follow up album, though. Four. <laughs> not so good. <laughs> I don't know if they had one. Yeah, well, true. Or her or him. <laughs> oh. Uh, any any uh, hints, or is it too obvious? Oh, I don't know what to give a hint. Um, mm. Yeah, definitely would have been primary school, end of sort of primary school era for us. Um, yeah. Probably for them too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, potentially. They might give it away. But, uh... Oh, I wouldn't have. Yeah, I wouldn't have been thinking. We should should we plant a few seeds? <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah, I tried. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all, eh? Is that part of the lyric, is it, or something? Don't pretend like you don't. <laughs> I didn't get it for a start. <laughs> or is that a pile of... You've got the T-shirt on, mate. We can all see it. <laughs> and the wig. I don't know. Threw them off there. Gee, some good songs in amongst there. Oh, have Ooh, a go at this. Look at this. There are some big songs in here. And some, well, there is some unknown. I thought I would have known most of these, but. BGs. <laughs> You're probably That's their first out song on it. <laughs> BGs debut single. Spider Bait. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Some characters in there. Silver Chair. Yeah, that, that uh, is a, that's a large song there. Excellent. That is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, wow. Reef, place your hands. That was a... <laughs> probably uh, done its run its course, but was a ripper song back in the day. That cakes, that cake song was on Triple J the other day. <laughs> I'll survive. Yeah. Cover. Nice. Yeah, it was something about a... I don't know, there was some connection. Oh, Yeah. I don't know whether it was like her birthday or so many years since you kicked the bucket or I don't know, whatever. So they played a cover. Yeah, respect. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's going to be a fun one. You know, you never know. I'll try and hit up, hit the uh, number one artist up for a, for a chat. You never know your luck. Otherwise, you could get, you know, anyone with a similar last name, politicians. Um... <laughs> But similar politicians. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, was th- I was thinking that last half of the song title and I was like, <laughs> last name. Hey. Actually, if you could get the politician on that, would <laughs> would be yeah. interesting content. We'd definitely go viral, I believe. Mm. Yeah, that one really want to align ourselves with that. But, uh, nah. Could try and take it down, I suppose. All right. <laughs> Let's play the damn song. 
All right, now it's time to play this song. Uh, but before we do, we're going to. Uh, I've got a bit of a surprise for you, gents. Uh, what's, I, I said what's we. Going on? I said I, you know I tried to get someone on the show every every episode. It's connected to the the artist, but it's a bit harder back in 1940. But I borrowed a friend's uh, a Ouija board. Oh no! <laughs> yes, and has he? Some people, you know, may not believe in this type of uh, technology. Technology. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a shot and uh, see if we can contact Joey. Uh, I've set up already, so uh, let's just see. I'll got to put my hands here. Turn the light off. Is the instructions? And uh, <laughs> the instruction. Oh, okay, okay. Getting some action here. The words are moving around. He seems oh. a bit upset, guys. Nice. No. So I'll just read out the words he's spelling. Who gave me a two? Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 Matty Dog, he's coming for you. Jesus. Oh, goodness me. Uh-oh. It's bloody cold, isn't it? What happened there? That is crazy. <laughs> Okay, he, okay. Yeah, impressed. we got some believers oh. in the house. Split system. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong mode. Uh, okay, I will take my revenge. Have I just been uh, threatened via a Ouija board? <laughs> well, you gave him a two, dog. We still listen to the whole song, mate. We told you Tell before we got on. <laughs> Tell him I apologise. I'm a bit scared. Okay, I'm to be cursed. Or... You need to do it by your own Ouija board. I don't have one. Am I? I'm screwed. Oh, he you says, are. you not hear another song ever. Doc, <laughs> are you there? Jeez. What? Can you hear us? He's lost his, lost his hearing. Oh, no. Are you turned yourself on mute? Like, Joey. I can't. Wow. That is. I was going to say, doing, congrats, Doc? Joey. That was awesome. Go get him. You deserve okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I cannot hear a word you guys are saying. I can okay. See we'll wrap it up. That's uh, some scary stuff. I'm going to no put that away and uh, we'll wrap it up there. Here's till the lights shine yeah. down on London again. 10 out of 10 from uh, me, Keith. What about you? <laughs> 10 out of 10. Yep. Ha ha, he said. You're still here. Wow. Well done. You made it to the end. Thanks for listening. If you want to link up via the socials, search for every Aussie number one song ever on Facebook and Instagram. Or chuck us an email at everyoznno1 at gmail.com. That's every A-U-S-N-O and the number one at gmail.com. We would love to hear any anecdotes or facts and figures about the songs and artists. Cheers.